What is the best naming convention when it comes to your creative content? It's one that's not fancy and that you will not forget and you'll actually use in your business. Hey, online business owner, welcome to the Content Systems for Growth with me, Michelle Dewey. Are you ready to let go of guilt, stress, and missed deadlines? Are you struggling to keep up with the demands of running a household, taking care of your family, and creating consistent organic content? Well, you're not alone. Juggling all the to-dos of being a mom and owning an online business can be challenging. But here's the good news. By implementing effective content systems and organization strategies, you can streamline your workflow, increase your productivity, and find Finally, take control of your schedule. Each week, I'll explore content management systems and mindset hacks to help you rediscover your creativity, passion, and enjoyment in content creating. If you're ready to save time with systemized content marketing strategies and productivity tips, then go refill your coffee mug, pop in those earbuds, and let's tackle that pile of laundry. It's time to reclaim your time and energy while you take your business to the next level. Let's grow, friends. Oh my goodness, do you want to know the best way to help a friend? I would love for you to review or share this podcast with your business bestie. That way other brilliant business owners just like you can find the show. So let me ask, are you wondering what the best naming convention is when it comes to your creative content? It's one that you will actually use and you'll remember when you go to search for files. So here is my first tip to naming your creative files. Keep it simple, Sally. The goal is to make it easy to find later. I always encourage my clients to have a date when they are saving a file. Here's a quick example for you. Let's say you are working on your next quarter planning. So in your planning doc, you would have the year, the quarter, and the word planning. This would be something like the year 2023, Q2, and planning. That way, you can find it easily without any effort in the future. Keeping track of your revisions. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I want to go back and look at my previous copy that I've written up, what I'll do is I'll actually just save the different revisions. And I do this with an underscore. And for me personally, I use version two, version three, which looks like V2, V3. You could also just start with V1 if you prefer, but usually my root is just the file name itself. And then my versions come after that. Or if you prefer, you could also use numbers like they do with software releases. If your brain thinks better in that terms, like 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. Using abbreviations when it comes to naming your files. So it would look something like this. Lead generation would have an LG in front of it. Your email marketing, any file that has to do with email marketing would have EM to start with and all your lead magnets would start with LM. When it comes to naming your creative content, you could also have keywords in there. So things like SEO report, social media content plan, as well as keeping track of your ideal client avatar. 
And last but not least, it's your content. All my creative content begins with CC because it's saved in my core content file folder. Every file has the folder name abbreviated in that file name. I know that sounds a little confusing. So let me just give you a quick example here. For my blog post, it's going to have a name like CC, YYWW, and the keyword. What the heck? Yeah, I know exactly. So that is core content, the year, which would be 23, the week, what week it is in the year, and I go by the calendar year. So week 11, 20, 52. For my podcast files, they are just the episode number and the actual key word that goes along with it. Why I could keep my blog post and my episodes in the same Google Doc, I choose to keep them separate because I want my team members to not have to go sifting through more than they need to. If they only handle the podcast, then I want them to not be bogged down with the blog post collateral too and vice versa if that makes any sense to you. As with all the tips that I provide, these work for me and for my business. It's essential that you know how your brain works and you set it up for you because you're the one that is going to have to explain it to your future team. And you should always create a mastered content spreadsheet with links to everything in one location. That way you can go to one central location and be able to keep all that content in one master spreadsheet so you can go back and look at all of your past content that you've created in your business. Don't miss out on the chance to streamline your content creation process. Download my workflow outline today. I'll go ahead and put the link down below. And if you prefer, sign up for a mini session and we can pick a project management software that will work for you and I'll throw in a template so that it can get you started. The links are down below in my show notes. Yay, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found this episode valuable and learned some actionable tips that you can implement in your business so that you can feel accomplished and less stressed. If you enjoyed this show, please take a quick minute to share this with your business bestie, subscribe, and leave a review. It helps me reach more business owners just like you. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes, please reach out to me on my website. I've created a form just for you. Remember, with the right system and mindset, you can achieve the success your heart desires. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to chatting with you next time. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a wonderful week. And don't forget, let's grow, friends.